Hello, Hot Vibes, and welcome back to our recap of Last Twilight, episode 10. Yeah, can I just say, they were fucking right. <laughs> I got emotional as fuck. I did too, but probably at different parts. Honestly, no, similar parts. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you, I the, about... I want to say about 60 to 70% of this episode, I was on my feet. Like, I was just standing in the middle of my room going like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it was it was an event. So, yeah, this episode. Oh, my God. This episode. I love this show. <laughs> I got things to say about this episode. I know. So do fucking I. And honestly, I watched a reaction. We're going to agree on a lot of shit. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm so glad. Hell yeah. <laughs> but did you see my thing at the end? Like, after the reaction I talked about, like theories and know. stuff probably okay. not then I'll, I'll talk about that too because i'm curious to hear your thoughts on that as well i'm curious to hear okay but we pick up um with night note with day and mock returning home and mother gothel shows up <laughs> and is like hey what you doing here mother gothel for real i was like okay chill it's not that big a deal like <laughs> i am gonna call her that to, for till she gets better I support you in that decision. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so, Mother Gothel is like, hey, come with me, and kind of takes Day away from Walk, and, like, literally, like, kind of pulls his hand away. Uncalled his. for. That's the first second I stood up, and it was, like, two seconds into the episode. <laughs> I was like, that is uncalled for. That is so uncalled for. <laughs> so, we go, so we do go to the eye doctor, where Day is getting checked out, and the doctor says that, yes, he is completely blind. Yeah. Damn. And note that Malk is outside the room. He's yeah. not in the room with them. He's outside kind of watching and being like, oh. He was yeah. inside last time, and it shows the difference now that he's outside. Uh, he's not included yes. in it. Like, his, mo- his mother is like, no, you're staying up there. You're not with us. You're not yeah, with us. Yeah, she's drawing that line. Ugh. So then the four return back home, and Mother Gothel tells Knight to take Day back to his room. Because she needs to have a talk with Malk. And I do like where Knight, we can see he doesn't want to do this. Yeah, he's like, well, it, yo, no. <laughs> like, he can, he can do it. Like, let him. Like, it's fine. Yeah. But no. So she does ask Malk what was the last thing he saw. And he lies. He he does lie. He says it was the sunset. Which is still lovely. Yeah, and she says, like, was it beautiful? And he's like, yes, it was. I wish you could have seen that. He's being so, like, nice. And, like, it, it, proper and he's just being a lovely person and she's like not having it like he's she doesn't I see mean, that granted because he probably knows what's gonna come like he like he he knows he's in trouble he knows he done goofed he knows true. that he's about to feel a wrath true but she's like it's very much like she's hearing all the like nice things he's saying and all she's seeing is this guy that like wore ripped jeans when he first showed up for his day of work and had like gre- engine grease on his finger like things like that like she's not seeing the kindness she's seeing the person he was. Yeah. Well, we also know that she knows that he was in jail. Yeah. She knows that. And also, I think it all has to do with the fact that he kind of, in her mind, he put Day at risk by keeping out for too long and not bringing like, him back when she wanted to. And she does bring up, like, do you remember what I told you the first he worked here? And he says, yes, it was to keep Day safe. And she kind of says that he didn't do that by doing all the things he did in the previous episode. But he did. Because not only did he keep him safe, but he kept him safe in listening to what Day wanted to do. Like, Day wanted to do this, and he knew that. So he took him up here. But by being with him and helping him through all of it, he was keeping him safe. But he was letting him do the things he wanted to do, like not keeping him sheltered and things like that. What Day's mom is saying is, I asked you to keep him sheltered. It's not, I asked you to keep him safe. It's very much, there's a difference. You know, like I, she, it makes me angry because like, it obviously we'll get to it when Day talks to her because I have things to say, but it's very it's very much like she doesn't listen out for what Day wants. She listens out for what she wants Day to go through. And like Day was so happy that he got to do this and he and this was such a beautiful thing that happened. But all she's hearing is you took him up a mountain. Like 
What do you mean? Like he was with him every step of a uh, every step of the way, keeping him safe, like you asked him to. Like, what did he really do wrong? Yeah, I, I think it could be the fact that they they lied to her. All she knew was that they were going to On's wedding. There was nothing about a big hiking trip up a mountain for two, three days after the fact and staying out longer. Didn't really call to tell or even ask her about it. Like, I think that's the whole issue from her point. I still don't like it, but I think that's where she's coming from in that instance. But yeah, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she does tell Malk to say goodbye today first before you leave. Damn. So. Because he said he, he quits. He fully quits. Yeah, he quits. Which is sh- shocking that he didn't, that she didn't fire him and he quit instead. Which I think actually makes him a better person, actually, the fact that he it quit does. instead. It does. Because he, cause he saw from her point of view, at the very least, that he did something wrong. And so he's like, well, then I failed at my job and I must quit. Yeah. Which means he's a very responsible person and she needs to see that and go, oh, actually, that was very mature of you. Like, but she doesn't. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> So, Maul comes in, tells Day it's him, and then kind of gives him the last Twilight buck and says to hold on to it. But Day gives it back. He's like, no, like, you take it, and when you come back tomorrow, like, you'll read it to me. <laughs> and Maul's kind of like, there's not going to be tomorrow. <laughs> I fucking hate this episode, but I love it. So Day gets up trying to, t- like, go talk to his mother, but Malk, like, hugs him from behind. Oh, this moment, and, man. <laughs> and he says, like, you know, I, I was preparing for this. Like, since the start. I, I love them so much. Like, the, it's, it's the way that he clung to him. Like, it yeah. wasn't just that he hugged him from behind. It's a, it's a, I don't want to go. I don't want to leave. So I'm going to try and hold on to you for two seconds before I have to. Hmm. <laughs> I love this show so much. It's, it's real good. The acting in it is beautiful. Oh, it's so good. We'll get there. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> We've kind of already been there, but, like, we'll get there more. Oh, yeah, we will, for sure. <laughs> um, So we have Knight trying to talk to his mom. Be like, hey, do you really want Day to lock himself behind, like, closed doors again? She's like, yes. <laughs> she, she does. She says, I'm losing him no matter what I choose. And at least I feel more comfortable knowing he's inside his room. And thus, Mother Gothel was born. Yeah, for real. I was like, she said, like, uh, like I was sitting there going, like, oh, like, okay, she's trying to keep it. And then she said, I'd feel safer if he was just in his room. I was like, hold on. It was a whole thing at the beginning of this show that you were like, he's always in his room. He's like sad. Mainly Knight was saying that, but it's like, uh, like uh, we need to get him like downstairs to eat and like da 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 da. And like now you're like, no, he can stay in his room. Like he's safe there. Like keep him there. Yeah, keep him there the whole time. I'm like, what do you mean keep him there the? He what? Like you'd rather him be in his room sad than out in the world happy. <laughs> like mm. it. It's very much giving like fuck you. You know. <laughs> yeah. And I that was the first moment where I was like, hold up, I suddenly don't like you. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think that was the first big, like, ooh, that's not good. And then we get a bigger one later that I will go off on, but we'll get there. I very much, like, questioned it before, and I remember when we first, when when we were first talking about it, I remember there was one moment where I was like, I don't like that she's saying this, like, the, about, like, want, not wanting him to go to the, his friend's wedding or something like that, and being like, no, stay here. It's like, well, he only has a finite number of days with his vision left. He wants to go to this, and you're saying no because you can't be there personally and you were like yeah but i see where she's coming from and i'm like okay how about now <laughs> oh no no no, no. I'll, I'll, no see everything i said about that um later in the scene with her at night completely d- d- negates all that because yeah it's we'll get there <laughs> but they comes in he's like hey um do you want to know what my last vision really was it was mock why uh, because he's more than a caretaker oh i love that and then she's like well then screw that you've crossed the line get out yeah your son is happy which i'm i mean like if we're talking like technically like crossing the line with like the boss and like work caretaker like professionally professionally yeah i i I see where she's coming from but let's be honest it has nothing to do with professionalism it has nothing to do with him being a caretaker it has everything to do with him being in jail for a while 
Yeah. And being like poor. <laughs> yeah, not being able to take care. Yeah, of him. provide for him and things. And it's like, dude, like your son is so happy. He's so happy that the last thing he wanted to see was his boyfriend's face. And you're like, well, screw that. You have to leave. What? <laughs> He's also an adult. He's also an adult. <laughs> and it really pisses me off how much during this episode that she treats him like a child. Yeah. <laughs> Drives me bananas. And there's one very specific moment where we had the same exact thought because I was watching your like reaction and I went, oh, I literally said the same fucking thing. And I was wondering if you'd notice. So we will get there. But okay. Very intrigued. Then we cut to maybe a few days later or whatever. Day's sitting in his room alone. Someone knocks on the door and it's his new caretaker. Yeah. I was like, oh, what the who? What? Who are you? I was like, who the this fuck just are felt you? Wrong. Like, oh, it, just it felt, felt wrong so wrong. It felt so wrong. I was like, who the fuck are you and why are you carrying food? Go away. <laughs> I was very good. And you know what really crossed the line for me? I know you know. <laughs> yeah, it was the slippers. It was the fucking slippers. He was like, oh, they were dirty, so I put them in the wash. But I did buy you a new pair. And, like, I put them over, like, they're for you. I wonder, I wonder if you see them. I was like, excuse me, where are my fucking slippers? Like, give them back. Those, are, those were specifically designed and bought with love and care. And so that I would not stub my toe anymore. And not only did he buy him new slippers, but he bought the open-toed one. They are open-toed slippers. They're open down. They're like flip-flops. <laughs> I was like, excuse me. Those completely erased the purpose of the other slippers. Who the fuck are you? Get out of my house. I was so angry. I was so angry. <laughs> oh, I, this, is, this is really when I was on my feet the most, I think, was the middle of this episode. I was literally just standing up there the entirety of it. I was like, my mom was like, what are you doing? I was like, what am I ever doing? I'm watching my show. <laughs> I'm talking to my show right now. <laughs> I mean, this poor caretaker dude has no idea what's going on. Like, I feel so bad for him because, like, he just got thrown into this and, like... I know. I'm, like, treating him like a bitch, but, like, I I know you don't know what the fuck's going on and what you've interrupted, but I'm not happy about it and I just need you to know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, like, go away. <laughs> um, But some good news is we see Mok get Rung's car. Yes, he gets the car and he's keeping it as well. So Day had that impact on him, I think, where it helped him be a little more okay with keeping it because he was going to sell it originally. And yeah. he, uh, but he did get that money to buy it back and he's, it's his now. And the Band-Aid is still there. And I didn't see the Band-Aid. I did. I made you to look for it. It's there in the front. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I, I'm very happy that he decided to keep it. It's a nice car too. Yeah. Very cute. Then that night, Day is looking for his phone charger because apparently his caretaker misplaced it. I was I was screaming at the TV. I was like, he has those drawers for specific reasons. He memorized them and then you fucking lose it. <laughs> Again, he doesn't know what's going on. No Agreed. one explained all this to him. I I feel like had Day sat him down and be like, so here's how things work. Yeah. Maybe things would have gone better. Obviously, Day was too depressed to really do that. But True. So. But also, one of the reasons I'm, like, yelling, I'm not yelling at you, sir, I promise, is because, like, everything was perfect, and also, Day, he, Mock taught him all this with the drawers and the clothes and all of that, so he could find everything himself. So he could do all of this himself, and now his mom is putting, like, a dent in that, and treating him like he can't do any of this himself. And now it's messing there are everything many up. many points where I noticed that. And now he's messing it up. Now he can't find his phone charger. He doesn't have his slippers. He goes stub his toe again. And everything's a mess because his mom interfered. But he was doing completely fine on his own. And mm. it's, that's why I'm really fucking mad. <laughs> yeah. Everything was great. Everything was going well. But then his phone rings and it is Mok. And they talk to him and he's like, hey, don't be surprised if we get cut off. My phone is low battery and my new caretaker lost. A charger sounds familiar. Sounds very familiar. Yeah, he was like, should I be jealous? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, trust me, no. <laughs> so, Mok says that the moon is beautiful tonight. And if he wants to step aside and see it. And Dave's like, I'm blind. What the fuck are you talking I'm about? I'm blind. I cannot see the moon. He was like, yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, okay, well, try, try going out and see what happens. So, he goes to the window. And he's like, I still can't see anything. 
like, okay. And Mark's, and Mark's like, you know, I see something. Yeah, what's I that? I see a guy with an orange shirt. Looking all confused. Very confused. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> he, and it's they the look, way is that they, really you? And then he honks the horn. It's the way he got so excited. Like, he was so depressed this entire time. And then the second he knew Mock was out there, he went, wait, are you here? Like, I was like, shut up. Shut up. He's so yeah. happy. It's like, he just needed him to stand outside. And that little bit of happiness just came back. I'm just, I'm going to throw myself off the roof. <laughs> I just, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> so Mog explains that he got Rung's car. And he's like, oh, that means you can take me out for a ride at some point. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, and, and they kind of tell, uh, like, assure Mog that he's like, yeah, don't worry, my mom will come around. Mm. We'll see. I really, I thought she was, too, for a half a second there. Like. <laughs> So here, here's the thing. I have three issues, and she came around to two of them, not one. And we'll exactly. get there. There you go. And it was very much like, um, I really thought she did come around because she said something like, um, I for half a second I didn't realize what she said because he said, um, what did he say? He says something about like, oh, are you done doing something? I don't know. He says something there. The first thing he says to her, what was it in this scene? Oh, she um, comes in. Let's get there. Let's get there. <laughs> um, so Day walks in and he goes into his room, very happy after seeing Mock. Mother Gothel's right there, and she's like, Day, and grabs his arm. Yeah, don't. And he's kind of like, that's oh, a little, uh. hi, how long have you been there? And she says, long enough to hear everything. Oh, no. He asks, like, why are you here? Why are you in my room? And she says, I came to speak to you about a new caretaker. I don't want one. <laughs> yeah. And he says, just stop, like, whatever you're doing is pointless. And she's like, I should be saying that to you. Yeah, when she said that, I didn't fully register what she said. I thought she was going to be like, I, I should be saying that to you. Like, I thought for a second it was like, I should be saying sorry to you. Like, my brain thought it was something else for a second. And so I went, okay, maybe we are changing our tune. And then I was like, wait, nope, nope, never mind. We're not. Nope, nope. <laughs> it's, nope. So Day kind of assumes the fact that she has an issue with him and Mark is because he's a guy. And she's like, did you really think I didn't know you had a crush in August? He wasn't that subtle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it was pretty clear. Pretty clear. <laughs> so, um, good news is she's not homophobic. That's good. That's, that's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently she's, oh, what's it called when you're like prejudiced against poor people? Um, rich? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, well, yeah, when you're rich and prejudiced against poor people. Yes. <laughs> is there like a word for that? Um, like classist. 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 That's She's what classist. It is. That's what it is. She's classist. Classist. Which is interesting because we know from their family that she didn't start out rich. Yeah. So apparently they started out quite poor, but then now that she's rich, she's like fuck the poor people. So. <laughs> yeah. So she explains today that the reason she doesn't want him with Mark is because she wants someone who can take care of him, and he's kind of like. Well, why do why you think he can't do that? And she's like, well, is he going to take care of you with the salary I give him? I was like, okay, that's on you for giving him that salary. <laughs> Maybe if you raised it. <laughs> well, I know. I, I think her I think her point was, like, she essentially is paying Mock. What happened? And then she goes into what happens when, when I die. Then what? I fully, like, I completely, like, at first I was like, um dude like it doesn't matter about how much money that he has he can totally take care of him and then day's like what makes you think i can't take care of myself i was like actually you know what you're fucking right what why can't he take care of himself yeah <laughs> screw the whole even if muck was here or not how can he not just take care of himself bro yeah and then day gets into saying that then she used to want everyone to see him as a normal person but with all the making decisions for him without consulting him really and kind of just like controlling him, maybe it's the fact that she never saw him as a normal person. Exactly. It's like your words are speaking, yeah, you're a normal person, but your actions are not saying that. Your actions yeah. are very much treating me like I'm a child and I'm incapable of doing anything myself. Yeah. And it really shows that when she takes away his phone and says like, you can get it back once we get you a new caretaker. 
It's the way I screamed on the TV. I was like, excuse me? You're taking his phone? Like, this is this is getting out of hand. This is fully getting out of hand. And I want to apologize to my poor RJ here because, like, while I was watching it, I was fully, like, just going like this. Like, <laughs> like slamming just, like, him against... like, whipping around. Whipping him around, slamming him against everything. I was like, I'm so sorry, but, like, I'm pissed. <laughs> I need to hit something. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, she's pissing me off. Yeah, this, this was not... Not this was good. not okay. No, like I, I was, I was, I was, oh, like she keeps doing things in this episode that makes me go up. Why? Yeah. I don't get it. You're being horrible. So then we cut to a fire that Malk has when he's trying to make dinner or breakfast for him and poor Jai. It's honestly, it was, I think it was a purposeful fire, um, because I've seen people cook like that. Flame in a like in a house or at a restaurant. Anywhere. I've seen people do that in a, in, like, in a house as well. Like, it, it's like, it's it's just scorch some of the, like, vegetables and things like that. It's a very, because when you put, like, alcohol in something or something kind of, you know, yeah, I guess alcoholic. I mean, if there's alcohol going into something like cooking wine or things like that, it'll create more fire and you have to, like, judge it. You have to, and eventually it'll go down. But if you have the right precautions, it'll, it's safe. I mean, I don't cook often. I'm more bake, but um it, honestly when i saw that i was like he knows what he's doing like <laughs> my immediately my immediate thought was he can cook <laughs> but i feel like that's more for like a chef like a chef at a restaurant type thing not a at, at home with a pregnant woman no you do that anywhere you could do that anywhere just be safe about it you know like that that it cooking is like cooking <laughs> okay yeah but anyway he makes the food and kind of serves it for them and she kind of tells Mok that he needs to get a job because, like, his mother's never going to be okay with letting you two be together if you don't have a job. True, but I feel like even if he gets one, she's just going to be like, but you were in prison. <laughs> I think whatever job he gets, she wouldn't be okay with it. But also, I'm really hoping, this is, th- I, th- I think this is what's going to change her mind. She's going to see that he's cooking because she's a chef. I think that'll relate to her a little bit. And I think it's going to make her, I think maybe that'll be at least a little part of what makes her come around of, okay, I think he can kind of provide for you. Because he's now, he's now going to have a job as a chef, which is something that she's going to be able to connect to in a way. Hmm. Maybe. And I think that'll take her back to when she was first starting out as a chef, maybe. I'm hoping that's what happens. Um to make her come around. I think she will come around because I'm hoping that's the way the show goes. I don't think it's going to end with, no, you can't see him. Oh, darn. I'll run away then. I don't think it's going to end that way. So yeah, I, I think it's going to, part of what's going to make her come around is him working as a chef because he's gotten okay. better at cooking throughout this whole thing. And I thought that was going to happen in this episode when she says later on, like, oh, I'm sorry I left you with all the frozen food. Now I can actually cook for you. I was expecting Day to be like, I didn't really have frozen food much because after a while, Mok started cooking for me. Like, mm. I started having food with him. And I fully thought that when she heard that, that was what was going to turn her around a little bit. So I think that still will be what it does. It just wasn't in this episode. Mm. So yeah, so he's going to talk about how everything he needs applied for a job. Like, they always say the same thing because, like, he was in prison and everything, so he never is able to get a job. Exactly. And Pajai mentions that her restaurant is looking for a cook. Exactly. He's like, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not really a chef. No, I don't really cook. It's like, yes, you fucking do. <laughs> yeah. And she tastes it, and she's like, actually, no, fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly, we just saw what he was doing. Like, he's clearly getting better. He's clearly way better at cooking, and I'm, I'm so fucking happy that she's like, for the love of God, you can cook. Apply. <laughs> yeah. I, I love them. Their friendship is one of my favorite things in the show as well. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, so she tries the food and she loves it and she's like, yeah, you are definitely applying for that job. Yeah, do it. Now. <laughs> so then, that night, Knight is bringing Day his food. And he reveals that Mother Gothel changed the Wi-Fi password. Fucking Christ, I heard that. More points. More points off. I was like, ah! She is literally locking him in his room and keeping him without contact from anyone but herself. She's like locking in his she's locking him in his room physically and mentally. Like she's taking yeah. away any venue to the outside world and I'm furious. Like how are you going to do that and then be okay with yourself? Like how are you going to do that and be like I've made the right decision? No. You're like making him lonely. You're purposefully trying to make him feel lonely 
without trying to do that. It's horrible. It's horrible. Mm. I, I it, that really took off so many points for her. Is all of this stuff in this episode she did? Some of them got the points back, but many of the things that happened in this episode took major points off. Just you wait. Uh, I'm about to go off in two okay. seconds. I I know you are. I remember why. <laughs> oh, okay. So Night brings Day the food and stuff on a thing, and Day's still kind of being a little pissy. So he's like, "Okay, next time I'll leave by the door." I was sitting. I was sitting there going. Give him, like, give him the password. Give him a phone. Give him something. And he did. He gave him the phone. He gave him the phone. I was like, I didn't expect it to be on the play. I was like, go get a phone. Go get a phone. Go get a phone. I was, like, waiting for him, too. And it took me a second. We saw the phone. And it took me, like, two seconds still to register it. So after the scene cut, I was like, wait. Oh, my God. He got him a phone. I was, like, so happy. I'll be honest. I didn't register it till just now that he, that he that his phone taken away. And he got, and Knight brought it back for him. Yeah. I just now registered that. I'm like, oh, Right, that's why it's so important. This is so funny. I got him in the photo. I'm like so fucking happy. I was like, oh my god, uh, I, what a what a what a what a what a MVP. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, so good. So then we cut to Knight and Mother Gothel hashing it out, and he is trying to be like, hey, just cut him some slack. He'll be fine. Yeah. And she says like, just do what I say. And Knight, rightfully so, says like, no matter how many caretakers you bring in. It's not going to change anything. No, it's not. It's There's no way. Like, you can't just be like, erase someone so important from someone's life or try to, and all existence of them in his life will be gone. Like, that's mm. not just something that happens. It's not that easy to take away. But then, she's... Oh. <laughs> the fucking nerve. <laughs> and who forced me to do this? Oh... So it shows that she also has an animosity towards Knight. Bitch. The fact that she is blaming Knight for having to get a caretaker and the whole mock situation because she wanted to go fuck off to all the little food conventions and expect Knight to take care of Day where Day didn't want Knight to take care of him. He wanted her to take care of him and she didn't want to do it so she passed it on to fucking knight and then is blaming him for the caretaker situation for the mock situation for everything like this dude had not beat himself up enough for the whole yeah. accident that yeah. wasn't even his fucking fault at all but he already blamed himself for that and now she's blaming him for this because she wants to live her own life and do her own thing but is stopping knight from doing that because she can't take care of her son and doesn't or doesn't want to take care of her son and wants Knight to do it for her. It's kind of dumb because, like, she expected Knight to take care of him this whole time, and when it wasn't really working, they got a caretaker, and she was like, "Oh, Knight, help out, take care, whatever." And now that this is happening outside of her watch, like, like without her being there, she's like, "Wait, like, I didn't mean like that." Like, I don't like this now. Now I'm going to stop it. It's like, you weren't here to begin with to, to, to facilitate any of this. And so now that you've decided you don't like what's happening and you don't like the way that Knight is trying to take care of his brother, now you're stepping in to erase everything that was done for the last couple months? Like, what gives you the right? <laughs> you, what gives you the right? It, honestly, you may be his mother, but you were not here for any of this. And I think you should shut the fuck up because you don't have, you shouldn't have an opinion on any of that if you were not here. And you told Knight to take care of it. So Knight took care of it in the best way he knew how. And it made Day better. It made Day happier that Mok was brought in. And while the mom was there to reluctantly, however so, hire Mok, that's the only time she fucking was there. Mok has been doing everything for Day. Knight has been popping in and like helping the best he can and still allowing this to happen because he knows it makes his brother happier and he's trying to be a better brother. And she pops in with all this positivity happening and goes, mm, no, <laughs> like what? <laughs> I no, I, I hate the, I hate her so much. It's she has no right to say any of this. None no. of it. Not a single word out of her mouth in this scene is right. Not at all. Oh my god. Even if it was, like, hypothetically, because we we agree that it's not 
all night's fault. Like, and it's we not at all night's fault. I know it's not at all night's fault. Yes, they had to go pick him up, and he was tired of that happening. But by this time, months later, we agree that Knight should no longer be blamed for this at all. Mm. And she she comes in like forever later just to go like you're the reason I had to do all this in the first place. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Like. No, 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 no. He's been doing everything he can to make up for whatever happened. And he's been being, honestly, the best older brother I've ever seen. And helping Day with whatever he could. And she comes in like, that's still not enough. It's And she was never here to even see him do any of this. She has not been here to see him be that better older brother. She, it just, she doesn't see it. Even if she's there, it's not crossing her mind. She just sees it as something that has to be done for Day. Like, I... <sighs> <laughs> yeah this woman <laughs> oh she'd be pissing everyone off this episode honestly <laughs> so then the next morning knight is kind of getting fully ready for a day kind of see him walk out on his own he is wearing the slippers and it's kind of like he is slippers are back we see he's about to offer the hell but he kind of doesn't because he kind of knows that he's done this before you know the whole yeah spam yeah and it's great that like you see, like, Knight actually treating him like a normal person. So we know Knight is at least trying to treat him like a normal person that can do yeah. shit on his own. So then when Day is about to eat, Knight's like, wait, hold on, that has been out, left out and felt mushy. Here, you can take mine instead. It kind of just switches over. He's such a good brother. <laughs> this is my favorite fucking scene. It's so good. I have shit to say and all positive. <laughs> it... Is uh, just oh we'll get there. <laughs> um, Knight starts eating the whole cold mushy noodle or whatever, and they're like, "Why don't you heat it up?" And he's just like, "Oh, I like to eat it this way." It's like, then why is yours fucking thousand degrees? No, no, the pause between the two, like the the when they ask him that, and yeah. the pause that Knight's like, is he actually asking why I'm eating from something? Like he's actually like acknowledging him. Like, and, wait. And, like actually asking him questions that aren't blaming him for anything. It's yeah. not passive aggressive. It's not petty. It's actually like trying to interact. It's like this tiny spark of hope, but like you feel it. You know, you feel it in the pause. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, then they take eat says, and he's like, "Well, then why do you heat this up so much? It burnt my tongue." Yeah. <laughs> and Knight's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And they says. I forgive you. Which he hasn't heard in a very long time. And Knight For needed everything. that. Yeah. Knight needed that. And I know that it's like, well, you shouldn't have to say, like, you shouldn't have to forgive him for anything because he didn't do anything, da, da, da. But, like, I think it needed to be said. Because. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It fully needed to be said because one day needed to say I forgive you so that the whole thing could kind of, like, close up. And just like that knight needed to hear that because he needed to also forgive himself so i am so fucking happy that he's because like the second he said this you could see knight starting to tear up a little bit <laughs> it's like this whole weight was removed from his shoulders it's what knight needed to hear even though he didn't need to forgive him for anything because it's not his fault and i stand by that it's mm -hmm. what knight needed to hear because he beat himself up over it for so long he did yeah, and uh, he needed to be able to hear that to really, like, just let go and be and be able to move on from it and not beat himself up over it anymore. And they they start acting like brothers again, just like that. That's all they needed. They just needed those three words, and they could start being a family again. <laughs> That's why this is like one of my favorite scenes, is because it's like it's not this big like emotional moment. It's kind of just like a. It's simple. It's simple. It's very, it's very brother. It's like it's very brother like. Like that's how exactly. brothers interact. They kind, of, they don't really talk about the issue all that much. But like they kind of like acknowledge that they're like moving on and like moving past it or forgiving it or whatever. And then they go back to like giving each other shit about crying and everything. So it's exactly. great. It's very much like at the end of the day, no matter what happens, we're still brothers. So it's very easy to just be like, "I'm sorry, I forgive you," and then go right back to it because it's that natural for them yeah. even with everything that's happened it's so natural for them to just go back to how they were 
and you can see while they're saying all this brotherly stuff, you can still see the tears in Knight's eyes, and it makes me want to cry. <laughs> because he oh. missed this. He missed his brother, you know? Yeah. Oh. It's also the fact that he doesn't need to worry about hiding it because they can't fucking see it. So it's kind of like he's just like, as long as he doesn't make any crying noises, he's fine. But he's like, good. He's he... good. He's fine. <laughs> it's so good I love it. it's gorgeous i love this scene this scene both scenes in the kitchen this episode I oh yeah the, the, the other one got like hit me on it like uh, oh we'll get there uh. <laughs> so i think we will take a break here and uh, when we come back we will see a mock with his new job a little playing matchmaker at the hospital Ooh! i need to talk about this i have words for that scene oh yeah <laughs> So, we'll be right back. And we are back with our recap of Last Twilight, episode 10. Damn. Episode 10 feeling like episode 11. Oh, wait, I'm sure something's gonna happen in episode 11. I'm a little scared, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm a little scared. <laughs> if this was episode 10, what the fuck's gonna happen in episode 11? So that night, they calls Mulk, and he's like, it took you so long to answer. You're not taking care of someone else, are you? And Mulk's like, no, I'm home. And Dave's like, I can hear things going on in the background. And Mulk's like, okay, fine, I'm working at Poor Jai's restaurant. Oh. Yeah. He's working. And he was like, well, why didn't you just tell me that? He's like, well, because I wanted to be a chef first, but I'm yeah. washing dishes at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's starting at the bottom. It's okay. You can start at the bottom. Like you're working towards something. That's always a good thing. And so then they tells Malk that this is a new phone. And this is a new number. So feel free to name and his contact whatever he wants. Yes, and he does. <laughs> and he names it Lil Day, Big Malk's boyfriend, which is a long contact name, I will say. Yeah, it is. It is very much a long contact name. Like I was, I was like, you know what? To each their own. Yeah. Go for it. Like, I would. <laughs> I mean, normally I feel like with nicknames and contacts, you you use it to shorten it, or maybe just, like, stuff like that, but I guess he was like, no, I'm just gonna make it super long. He's like, I need to be this to be specific. I need people to fucking know that I am taken. <laughs> if they scroll through my phone, I need them to know that I have a boyfriend. <laughs> so, Mulk and Day are at the hospital the next day, and nicely, like, let's take a selfie. And at first I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And then he's like, mom's orders. I'm like, of yeah. course. Damn it. Like, oh, it was cute at first. Like, he loves to take selfies so they can look at them after. But, like, now he's like, oh, no, mom wants to know actually where we are. Because she doesn't want us to be somewhere else. <laughs> no. Dave tells Knight he's sick of his mom's cooking and wants to try somewhere else to eat. And Knight's like, is it Mulk's restaurant? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Knight says, I I can't take you there, but someone else can. Then Mulk shows up with poor Jai. Small world. Yeah, she's like, small world. He's like, what do you mean? We orchestrated this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I kind of lets us slip that poor Jai texted him to come here because she was going there with Mulk for the whole hospital visit to check on the baby and stuff. Oh, you guys talk now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then tells Knight that you can take day wherever, but he needs to be back by seven. So this time, don't don't say late this time. Listen this time, or else we're gonna have more problems. Yeah. <laughs> so Mulk takes day away, so that just leaves poor Jai and Knight there. And she's like, "Hey, thanks for setting this whole up and everything." And he's like, "Oh no, it's good. Like it's better this way because I'd rather spend time taking care of my girl." Oh and God. poor Jai's like, oh, who are you talking about? Who are you, who are you talking about? <laughs> and then he's like, her. And the nurse comes over. Oh, uh, at first I was like, fuck, he's dating someone. But like, nah, nah, he's he's not. <laughs> nah, I, I feel like this was his like way of flirting. Yeah, interesting way of flirting. But also, oh my God, he's, oh, okay. The my child thing. I need to say words about that. Yeah, so I... when Porjai goes off, um, Knight tells the nurse to take care of her. That's my child. <laughs> it's, I think this is his way of, of like, 
committing because he I think he by this point he's like I really like this girl and this girl's having a baby who sh- that she's probably going to love so much which means that's also my child and I have to love it just as much because she means that much to me so far and I'm like oh my god this man is top tier <laughs> like, this so man good. he knows that if he wants to be with poor Jai even a little bit that's a package deal with that kid so he's Obviously, like then I'm yeah. going to love that kid just as much i'm like wow it's as simple as that like why do other men exist when night does <laughs> i mean seriously holy shit what a class person i love you i love you so much like he he already likes her that much that he knows that he's gonna be loving that kid as well because that's her kid and i'm just like oh my god that that commitment already and he hasn't even talked to her about it yet i love it he's yeah. already committed <laughs> they aren't even together yet but he's already like all in He's all in. Oh my god, I love it. I love them so much. <laughs> so good. So then we cut to Mok and Day who are walking, and Day's telling Mok that um, he needs to go in for regular checkups in case someone is ready to donate their eyes so he can kind of be ready. Mm. And then they ask Mok, like, where are you taking him on a date? And Mok's like, why are you talking about a date? Like, how do you know this is a date? And Dave's like, well, we are dating and we're going out somewhere. So we are together and we are going a place. That means it's a date. <laughs> yeah. And um Mok delivers a euphemism. You wanna check out Jasmine at my house? What? What a line. That's like the new Netflix and chill right there. It is. Wanna go see the Jasmine at my house? <laughs> <laughs> that is the new Netflix and chill. Step over um the the, the old Netflix and chill, like the 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 after Netflix and chill that we came up with, kind of was the eighth sense, and it was the like the thing in Korea was like, do you want to go eat ramen? Yeah, I would like you want to eat ramen. Like yeah, do you want to have ramen at my place or something like that? It was that was like the next Netflix and chill, and now move over. We have Jasmine at my place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> want to go smell some Jasmine at my place? Oh my god, what a move! <laughs> so then. We see that they're at a, it kind of looks like a kids bookstore, kids section of the library by the seats yeah. and everything. Yeah. And they look at a pop-up book trying to guess like what it is. That's based a fun on game. The pop-up, which is actually really cute. I really like that. That was really cute. That's a really fun game as well. Like you can do that anyway. Just like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, pop-up books are so interesting. Like, how do you make them without like them breaking them. or cool. folding in on each other? Yeah, very cool. So then they go to a gallery and check out a painting. And Mok's like, I think you would like this one. And it's a lip with a heart in the middle and sunflowers everywhere. Ah, uh, he loves the sunflowers. Yeah. I love this scene so much. Side note, yeah. this scene is so cute. <laughs> then they starts feeling Mok's lip. And he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, you're looking at me, aren't you? He's like, I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel you looking at me. Yeah, but he does deny it. And then kiss him on the cheek. And then they they says, like, hey, look around. Make sure no one's here. And he says, he's like, oh, it's all clear. And then they start being cute and kissing and shit. Also, I fully know that if there were people there, he'd be like, nah, no one here. He would, 100, he would do it regardless, like, honestly. <laughs> Not a single person here. What, meanwhile, a hundred people in the gallery just will stare <laughs> <laughs> like, like honestly I'm like, I kind of wish when they like zoomed out and that seemed like we, we actually saw like people just walk by and he would put, like did just to be like fuck off <laughs> like, that would have been so funny that would have been so they're good they're so cute the little kiss was adorable because they wanted to kiss they, they actually like, fully wanted to kiss him in this moment and I was like that's cute because usually we see Mok going kiss me kiss me kiss me but like this is the first time we really see Day like wanting to be like okay I'm gonna kiss you is anyone around anyone? Yeah. no okay cool no more like it's fucking adorable I love them I I stand. <laughs> then we cut to a little painting section. Yeah. And Pla and On are here running it, which shocked me. I like it. Yeah, I know. They were just here. It's like, oh, hey. And they are kind of doing paint, like a painting workshop for the blind. Yeah. Very cool. Very fun. Yeah. So um, they kind of join in. There's a little dance section, I guess, which is kind of Everyone dance. odd, but fun. <laughs> I love a good dancing scene, so yeah. yeah. Put the blindfold on, dance, like nobody's watching. 
Well, they all have blindfolds on and or are blind, so that's makes sense. Exactly. You're not watching, so you, yeah. no one's watching. <laughs> then we have on with Dayamok, and on is telling they to smell all the paint to tell what color it is. Yeah, that's it's. I I love that idea that there's paint that smells like specific things for blind people. Yeah, someone did actually tell me because I was like, wait, one, she be sniffing paint at all, and secondly, do paint have different smells? And someone did tell me that actually some paints do have like different scents and stuff. It's like specific, I think, for that reason. But like, that's so interesting to me. Like, I think it was white that he said smelled like cleanliness, and Mm. I was like, that one would be my favorite. The smell of clean shit, I. I love that smell. Like when I when I used to work at a grocery store, it was my first job. Whenever I'd be like closing or I'd be there for a while, I would be like, "I'm tired. I'm gonna go walk down the cleaning fluid aisle and just like reinvigorate myself." I don't know why, but so I you were it. sniffing like, the cleaning fluid. I wasn't. I wasn't sniffing the cleaning fluids. It was like the laundry detergent aisle, kind of like there was laundry detergent all the way down there, and other things i get very chemically clean smells but like i would just walk down the aisle and be like as i walked it just it smelled really nice okay <laughs> i swear i'm not nuts okay laundry detergent just smells nice when you're walking down an aisle full of it okay <laughs> okay that was my favorite aisle <laughs> um but yeah so you just say like um white was like cleanliness mm-hmm. i think red was like so- smelled like a sour fruit yeah. Which I don't know what fruit that would be. That's red. I mean, lemons are sour. But it's red. Well, yeah, it doesn't mean that red is, like, the be-all, end-all. Like, could be... What other sour fruits are there? There's lemon, there's lime, there's uh, grapefruit. That's kind of a bitter kind of sour taste. Dra- uh... Is dragon fruit by there? Because dragon fruit is a little red. Not on the inside. On the inside, it's white. Okay, well... White was cleanliness. We already went over that one. <laughs> and gray is evil and untrustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds him of Mock. Iconic. He's, I love that Mock is like not even phased anymore. He's just like, knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and then the last one is Oishi, because of course. Oishi. I was like, ooh, yes. Oishi smells like sunshine and rainbows and beautiful it's happy it's invigorating and i was like what a great way to uh to promote the brand yeah, <laughs> it smells nice it's there. <laughs> then they start like feeling mulk's face trying to paint him and guess paint on him it was so cute he was like wait i need to get your nose right let me try again he's like no get your hands away <laughs> they're paint on them <laughs> then mulk says that christmas is in a week happy holidays y'all yeah, and um, ask if he wants to come to the restaurant to have dinner with him. What a quickie dink! Our Christmas is in a week as well because we're sending each other shit. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It is technically it's our little Christmas is in a week. That's our little Christmas is in a week. That's when we should be getting the gifts anyway. If <laughs> mailing doesn't fuck anything up. I know. Please, mailing. Don't fuck it up. We're close enough. Yeah, <laughs> you it know? shouldn't be too bad. I'll like, but I'll see like if something, you know, it'd be funny because sometimes I would like buy something and it'd be like, oh, ships from Louisiana, ships from like Chicago or some shit. I'd be like, great. And then I'd go all the way to California. I'd be like, why are you over there? And then I'll go all the way back. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that a few times. Jesus Christ. So hopefully this goes well. <laughs> hopefully. So then Dave's kind of like, you know, joking around me like, oh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Have you been good? And Mulk keeps, like, kissing him on his cheek, trying to, like, get him to change his mind, but <laughs> he still kind of sticks with that. It's cute, too, because he keeps going, I don't know. Try again. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe try again. <laughs> so then, I'm assuming a week later on Christmas. Yeah, a week later, like, around Christmas. Day is getting dressed, and Night comes in, and he's like, oh, how do I look? Because obviously, Day is planning to go out and see mm-hmm. Mulk. I like the sweater. What, the sweater? Or shirt? Yeah, I kind of want it. I kind of want it. I'm a fan. I like the du- I, I like the dual color tones. I feel like my brother have had owns a shirt like that or did mm. when he was younger. I'm a fan. I want it. But then Knight tells they that his mom's looking for him, and he takes him out, and she had prepared a whole Christmas dinner for the three of them. 
she said she had plans or had like a meeting or an event or whatever, but she canceled it because it's a family day. Okay. So That's this something. is where we kind of see the start of her coming around in the scene. Yeah. She's not as bad as she was before. There's still one issue we need to work with. Hmm. But before we get there, we do kind of see that one, she addresses the fact because um, she kind of says like, oh, like, have you been good or the Santa again bring a gift or whatever? And Day says he hasn't really been the, a good boy this year. And she says, I wasn't exactly a lovely mother either. Correct. Which is fair. So she's aware, which is good. Exactly. Um, however, we do see, like, I don't know if you know this, the way she feeds. This Day. is what I was talking about. This is what I was talking about where I watched her reaction. I was like, oh, good. You noticed it, too. Like, because I was watching it and I was like, he literally knows how to eat by himself. Like, he can eat by himself just fine. But she's like spoon feeding him still. And I was like girl like you're still doing the same thing where it's like you're treating him like a kid like i noticed the same thing you did and i was really happy when you noticed it too i was like good it wasn't just me (laughs) yeah nights watching that feeling very like upset i think about the fact that one she's treating him like a child and feeding him like that but also the fact that Mm. like he's feeling very left out yeah, because this, this is usually around the time, like, if they were having dinner downstairs like this, this would be around the time where he'd be like, I'm gonna scoot off, I have something to do because I'm not wanted here kind of thing. Like, he's used to doing that. Yeah, and he tries to. He gets up, he's like, oh, I'm meeting some friends. And Day says, where are you going? It's a family day. <laughs> and he sits back down. <laughs> like, this, this scene, this scene got me emotional, I swear this to God. This scene got me emotional, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> it was when he started crying that I was like, fuck. Oh my god, no, and it's the way that they said, it's beef stew, it's your favorite. And he's like, your favorite. I, thought, I thought everyone forgot. <laughs> and he starts crying. He started crying, and I was like, Mark, fucking stop. God damn. <laughs> oh, speaking of, fun fact. I saw a tweet. <laughs> Apparently, Mark was filming this and OnlyFriends around the same time. And someone literally tweeted that Mark was sad 90% of the time he was on screen while filming. Very true. <laughs> Which Very true. is Mark. so funny to me. Oh, is... but damn. Jesus, Mark. <sighs> the acting, amazing. He deserves all the reward awards for this because he, he really does. He does. He does so well with his acting. Like the scene before where his eyes were watering as he was like having fun with his brother was like, I was like, dude, you you're so good at this. <laughs> so good. He's so good. Oh, this scene was so beautiful because it's just, it's the whole relief of just like I can. I'm accepted in my family again. I can, I I can just have my favorite stew that I thought everyone forgot about, and I, I, and oh, oh, you could feel it. You could feel it coming off of him, and I was I was gonna cry. I swear to God, it's so good. And then they and then they start giving him shit, and it's like the very like brotherly banter again, and it's great. It is. It's like is someone crying. It's like no. <laughs> <laughs> However, we do have a bit of a cut back and forth with Maul kind of waiting for a day at the restaurant, um, kind of preparing everything. Yeah. Another issue we saw, we kind of solved Mother Gothel's issue with Knight, and like he, she kind of says, like, hey, stay with us, eat, like, kind of like forgiving that part of not blaming him anymore. Yeah. And we kind of, it seems like we're starting to fix another issue where she is closing her eyes and trying to eat, which yeah. is assuming her trying to, like, see if she can eat with her eyes closed and not being able to see like day and trying to be more aware of that and how to function without your eyesight exactly i was like okay that's that's a point in her column i, was, I yes. saw her doing that i was like okay you do need to work on eating with your eyes closed because that's a giant piece but you're doing well oh my god <laughs> that was actually really i i like that her piece was so bad and she's like oh shit i messed yeah. up yeah uh, I, I i this felt very like this family's gonna be okay. This is a very much like we're gonna be all right. Everything's all right. We're learning, and it's 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 nice. I like. Yeah. I loved it. Because I think that was the big thing is she never learned this, which is why she was so against it because she never learned it. And now that she it's is, true. hopefully, she will start coming around the idea of giving day more freedom. Exactly. Um. So we solved two of her big issues. There's still one more that have yet to be solved. So we'll we'll maybe get there. Hopefully. But yeah, we cut the mock. Alone at the restaurant, everyone left. He gets a call from Day, and he's like, "Hello." 
and they like a change of plans. I'm celebrating with my mom. It's family day. Aww. Which like understandable, and I and he he was like, oh yeah, that's understandable too. Like he wasn't like he was bummed that he wasn't there, but he yeah. understood. Like on, honestly, I understood after that whole scene. I would like I would like, I would like you you better stay there. Enjoy yeah. like I was like I, I get it. Yeah, I definitely get it. And then. Day says, like, hey, so, have you been a good boy? Because maybe Santa will give you what you want. Hypothetically, if he would listen, what do you want? And Mark says, I probably would ask for you to be by my side right now. Aww. And then Day says, the moon is beautiful tonight, isn't it? Which cuts back to when Mark said that. <laughs> yeah, and Mark goes outside and sees Day standing there. Ah! The, the happiness on his face when he sees him, I was, like, gonna cry. <laughs> yeah. And... Most kind of like, what are you doing here? Like, and Day says that, oh, I told my mom that I was going out with G. Hmm. Smart. <laughs> Which, again, shows that her, her issue seems to be Mock. Yeah. Not Day being out. It's Mock is the issue. Because she exactly. was fine when he said he's going out with G. But. Yeah. If she lets him go when he says she's going out with G, then definitely the issue is Mock. Like, she, yeah. it shows that she is starting to give him a little bit of freedom in terms of, like, leaving the house and going places. Because he came there in a cab. Hmm. So, something, you know? But definitely walk is the problem, apparently, for her. Yeah. Um. So then he takes him inside, gives him a seat, prepares the food and drinks and everything. Day tries it, and Mok's very, like, anxious about his feedback and everything. And he says the one complaint is that he should have made it a long time ago. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. Because before he was like, I don't know, it's a bit salty, it's a bit this, da 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 and now it's just like, should have made this for me earlier. It's like, ah! <laughs> He's getting better at cooking. <laughs> yeah. And then Day tells him to close his eyes because he has a present, and when he opens it, he sees a oven mitt that Day painted. So we'll think of him when he wears it. Oh. <laughs> I fucking love him. <laughs> I've, literally, all I have to say about them, and this is, I fucking love them. Like, I I can't articulate any more words, but they're like such a, they're such a green flag of a couple. Like they they're are. so healthy. <laughs> um, but then Mother Gothel and Knight show up. Yes, it's, it's very much like shit, 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 shit. Yes, like that first moment at least. And I like how Mok is immediately like, "Oh, I asked him to come here. Like, don't be mad at him. It was my fault. It wasn't fault. me. It wasn't them." <laughs> and, and she kind of looks over him, and then is, is kind of looks away and is like, "I'll deal with you later." And goes today and says, we got an eye donation. Oh! So it is still very much an issue with Mock and everything, because she says, I'll deal with you later. So it's maybe like, ugh, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. But, yay, eye donation! <laughs> yeah. So, that's very exciting and very groundbreaking. What do you think's going to happen there? So this goes into my talk at the end of my reaction, I said. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, too. Do you want... Day to get his eyesight back. I would be fine if either happened because okay. I would I would love if he got his eyesight back because then he could see more and he could be happy. Da, 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 da. But there's also an argument to be made where like he could also be happy blind because he's learned so much up until this point where he could still be totally fine with it. My all my thought also was like, what if the, some people I've seen have gotten their eyesight back? after being blind for longer than Day has. So this is probably not going to be what's happened. Um, but, and they've gotten so used to be blind that they're like, the world's too bright. It's freaking me out. Take it back. Mm. Like I've seen people go through that. And I don't think that's going to happen here because Day's had it for a shorter amount of time. So yeah. I think it'll be easier for him to go, thank God I got it back. But I think it could go either way. I still, I still, like, I keep going back and forth throughout this whole show about what could happen, and I still don't know 100% what's gonna happen, which is honestly great. Well done for the mm. show for making me, you know, not fully know. I agree. It's not predictable. I'm personally in the camp where I don't want to get his eyesight back. Really? I feel like if he does, I feel like it would kind of take away a little bit of the emotional impact of the scene in the last episode, the last Twilight scene, where he kind of, like, lost his vision fully and now can't see anything anymore. If he were to get it back, then it would kind of take away from Mulk being the last thing he sees. Yeah, that that is a good point. Being there. And also, 
I have a theory where maybe he will get his eyesight back and then he'll lose it again or something will go wrong and it's like temporary or whatever and then maybe Mulk will be the last thing he sees again or something. I don't know, but stuff like that. Part of me does wonder that like, what if like he goes to get his eyesight back and they do the whole thing, they go through all the process, but then it doesn't work. Mm. Like what if something happens and it just doesn't work? Like maybe the eyes aren't really... I don't know how eye surgeries work, but maybe they're not compatible with his body. Like how lungs, when you get a lung transplant, maybe that's, maybe it just doesn't, it rejects it or something like that. Mm. What if something like that happens and it just doesn't work? Yeah. Cause didn't the doctor say his corneas do you show? Something like that. Yeah. It was his corneas the issue. Yeah. So I so, need to be a cornea that works, I guess, but I don't know how corneas work really. So neither do I, if anyone knows how eye donations work, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> And another thing, so I saw this theory floating around, which I hope does not happen, because if so, this might really hurt the show for me. I don't know if you saw the theory Ooh. floating around either. Is I saw a theory where people are speculating that Mulk would donate his eyes for day. <gasps> oh my god. No. I, 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 I really don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah. I don't see that happening. Uh, well, I, I want, I'm on that boat, too, because I feel like that would be so bad. If that Like, if they accepted his eyes from anyone he knew, like, Mulk, Knight, his mom, G, whoever, if he willingly accepted that from anyone he knows and loves and cares about, that would be so fucking selfish, and that would ruin his character. It would honestly be out of character. Like, I don't see that happening. See, it, the thing that scared me is that, because we know he was kind of, like, selfish and spoiled before. So yeah, but he's there, changed. There could still be remnants of that in him. But he would never. I know. That's the thing. Uh, like, the only way they could go about it is if he didn't know that they if were. If he did, exactly. Him. Exactly. I was like, willingly, he would never do that. But if yeah. someone donated him and he didn't know it until after, then that could possibly happen. But I don't see him doing that willingly. No. Yeah, that, that was a theory I saw. And I just wanted to bring it up in case that's what happens. So. Yeah, I don't believe that. <laughs> okay. Um, MVP for the episode, now that we're at the end. I know mine. Okay, I've got it. Okay. Three, two, one. Day. Yay, we did it! Part of me wanted to give it to Mark specifically just because of his acting, but like... Honestly, I I, I would have gave it to Night if not Day, but I think... Yeah. For me, personally, uh, the one issue I had with Day was resolve this episode. Yeah. And it was him kind of taking that step with Knight and, like, forgiving him, quote-unquote, even though he didn't have to. I need to keep bringing that up. But all that, like, the fact that he gave Knight what he needed to hear and what he needed to say so he can, like, not feel guilty anymore. And we see them kind of bond again. And even at the dinner in the end where he's like, wait, stay, it's family time, this is your favorite, and kind of, like, it was so good. I love that day is now fully, like, you know, he's no longer holding that grudge anymore. I like the fact that he kind of is disobeying his mom a little bit, too, and kind of standing up against her, which is good. Exactly. And, like, sneaking out to see Mark. Like, I think I think day was really good this episode, so I gave it to him. Me, too. Uh, same exact thing with you. Uh, I was going to say that as well. I just also love that he stood up for himself. Like, was like, I can do things myself. Why are you treating me like I can't? Like, he, he he knows his worth. And he's trying to make sure his mom sees that. Like, he can do things on his own. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think he did really well this episode. I think, is this the first time we've given it today? It's the first time I've given it today. You did give it to him before. I think you gave it to him last episode, right? Oh, did I? Oh, I did. I totally did. Um... Yeah, no, 100%. I think you gave it to him in the first episode, too. Because I, 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 I was like Mulk every single time. Then one time I was night. Then I was back to Mulk, and now I'm on day. I think we've definitely given the majority to Mulk. But, like... Yeah. Yeah. I, I day When day shines, he shines. Like... <laughs> yeah. He does really well. Okay. Shall we grade your grade? Ooh. Let's see. So, I gave you four vibes last time. You got three out of four. Ooh, so pretty okay. Good. Pretty good. For you went over the line. You said mom was talking about that, and you were right. Yeah. It went over the line today. Job opportunity. You said Mock and poor Jai, and you were right about that. Oh, nice. Well done. That was a, that was a good guess because you were like, I'm not sure about that one. Um, for a couple of these, these were quotes. That's right. And for I am so sorry. 
the quote that I was thinking of was the doctor saying, I'm so sorry, like, you are blind fully. Ooh. Like, that That was the quote I was thinking of. You said mock. So you yeah, got I went out that. And the last one is, he is more. And you said day about mock, and you got that right. Okay. Well, I'll take it. Well done. Well done. This next promo gave me fucking nothing for vibes. <laughs> So I have two very questionable vibes. I'm just going through the promo again just to make sure that I remember what is for what. So we have vibe number one is there's a difference. Like between two things. There's a difference between two things. There's a difference. One thought I have is maybe the what's the eye donation? Maybe they're the like a difference. Maybe it's not he will fully get the eyesight back, but it'll be like a like like there's a difference between an eye donation that fully works and you can fully see again, or an eye donation where it's like oh it's kind of like the blurry one palm distance thing again. I don't know. That's one guess I have, but that sounds kind of stupid and technical. That doesn't make sense, in, at least when I'm describing it. Um, mm-hmm. The second one, oh what was it? Um, yeah, something to do with um. It was. There's a difference between like. I mean, I I feel like Mother Gothel is gonna be saying this. I feel like it's gonna be her being like, oh, there's a difference between like keeping Day safe and like taking care of him. I feel like it, I feel we're gonna talk more about the mom's issue with that, like the whole mm-hmm. like, what I don't know. Okay. It's, well, it's hard to describe, but it's also hard to think. I'm like, I feel like it's gonna be more of the mom talking about why she's acting the way she is with Mock, and there's the difference between keeping him safe and kind of giving him what he wants. Maybe. Gotcha, mom. Okay. I don't know. And then your second one is like winning the lottery. It's like winning the lottery. Ooh. Oh fuck! I have two things now. Okay. <laughs> one is I maybe the eye donation because I'm sure that's very hard to come by. So I'm sure if you get mm-hmm. that, that's like winning a lottery. The other is I want it to be something like super fucking cheesy where they said that about Malk, like Malk was like winning, <laughs> winning the lottery, like with like winning the lottery for him or something to his mom trying to like entice her. <sighs> He's such a great person. I mean, it is like winning. The lottery. I mean, it so is. You, you've won it in the boyfriend category. You've won it. <laughs> But I I feel like that wouldn't help the situation any at all, um because we've seen him try to do that before and it just made things worse. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the eye donation is like winning the lottery. Okay. All right, those are your two little vibes because I have nothing else. So okay. <laughs> so that was it for a recap of Last Twilight episode ten. Yeah. Yes. Join us next week where we'll be re. Capping the penultimate episode, the cursed what? episode in most shows, episode 11. No. <laughs> yeah. So we will see you all then. See you then. Bye, everyone. Bye.